There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Got an easy question for you. It's a fun one. Name an 80s movie you could watch over and over again. Go! Here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment. By the way, we've got a viral challenge. Yeah. No, actually, we want you to post the second to last video in your camera roll. Send it over to Twitter. Hashtag second to last photo challenge. We've been laughing at uh, a number of your second to last photos. They're very odd and delightful. So keep doing that. Now, we'll get back to that later in the show. Right now, we'll get back to the question at hand. An 80s movie you could watch over and over again. 651-641-1071. We're going to go down some of our favorites, too. Holly, the reason we're asking this question, I got bored one night on the Instys, the Instagrams, Mm -hmm. and on my Insta story, I said... um, I was started thinking about big business for some reason. It is like one of my favorite, favorite, favorite comedies of all time. But it's also one of, if not my favorite 80s movie. It's just so 80s. Like There's nothing more 80s than big business. Totally. And I was like, okay, I could watch that movie infinitely and be pleased every time. Is it one of those movies? If it's on TV, you stop what you're doing and you watch it. Although I am never just randomly watching TV. So that never happens to me anymore. But yes, back in the early two thousands, I would most certainly be that person. And certainly in the nineties. Now the movie itself came out in 1988. And if you haven't seen big business, it's the movie with Bette Midler, Lily Tomlin, where they're twins. They're playing two people each. Two twins separated at birth and put back together, and they end up in different parts of the country. Then uh, they meet, and hilarity ensues. <laughs> Can we listen to a little clip of Big Business while we're waiting for people to call in with their favorite '80s movies they can't uh, get enough of? Absolutely. And that is just a nice little clip from Big Business. Again, I could watch. We could play Mayton. 
No, not your favorite movie. I haven't seen it. Oh my God! I'm You've sorry. never seen Big Business? What no, is wrong with you? I've seen other Bette Midler movies, oh. Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Oh, yes. Also, Ruthless People. Outrageous Fortune. Yes, yeah, so they're all I those love 80s. People. Oh, yeah, that is one of the most 80s movies ever. Um, That's Danny DeVito, right? That's yes. the one where she gets locked in the basement? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's go to Susan, because Susan's on the line. And again, we're asking, what 80s movie could you watch over and over and over again? Susan! Hi. Hi. Um, the Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles. Oh, for sure. What's your? Uh, do you have a favorite out of those two? Uh, probably Sixteen Candles. Do you still watch them? Like, have you? When was the last time you've seen either one? Um, whenever I see them on TV, I have to break and sit down and yep. watch it. So probably within the last six months or so. Oh, wonderful! Thank you, Susan. I love those movies. Now, I I was, like, rather young because those movies came out in, like, when did 16 Candles Mid-80s, come out? Mid-80s, 84, 85. So I was, like, mm-hmm. young, but I was very aware of it, of course, and watched it uh, when I got a little bit older. Yeah, 1984, right. 16 Candles. Let's go to Pam and find out what 80s movie she loves to watch over and over again. Hey, Pam! Hi! What movie do you watch? Uh, Breakfast Club. I think that was the 80s. Oh, yeah, Breakfast Club absolutely was the 80s. Why do you love it? Well, Molly Ringwald and all the troubled youth, I just love it. Yeah. I can't keep my eyes off of it. And it still, it stands, uh, it definitely stands up over time. Thanks, Pam. The Breakfast Club was 1985, so that was the year after um, 16 Candles. He was on of a course, roll, that John Hughes. John Hughes, I mean, John Hughes movies obviously are a thing, right? So oh, totally. So Say Anything, what's the wedding one with uh, Footloose guy? Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. What's the wedding one? Didn't he do? She's having a baby. Yes. Not, ah. not a wedding. A baby. <laughs> yeah. You know, I remember seeing wedding, that one at the baby. Stratford Mall. Oh, really? Back in the day. <laughs> Let's go to Jara. Jara's on the line. Jara, what's your favorite 80s movie that you could watch over and over again? I have two. It's Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. And the Goonies. Oh, oh. yes. Well, I'm so glad you said the Goonies, Jara. Let's have a little listen to one of the best scenes from the Goonies ever. But the worst thing I ever done, I mixed up all this fake puke at home, and then I went to this movie theater, hid the puke in my jacket, climbed up to the balcony, and then, then I made a noise like this. <laughs> <laughs> And then I dumped it over the side. Oh, and all the people in the audience, then, then this was horrible. All the people started getting sick and throwing up all over each other. I never felt so bad in my entire life. Mom, they're going to like this kid, Mom. And that's the Goonies, of course. And, you know, that was 1985. I was 10 again, saw it at the Stratford Mall. As I did most movies in the 80s. Oh, lovely memory. And that's another movie that you can watch over and over. Have you seen that, Holly? Well, of course I've seen that movie. I don't know. You didn't see Big Business. Oh, come on. Have you seen The Breakfast Club? Well, of course I've seen The Breakfast Club. I don't know. Big Business is on the second tier of 80s movies. Hey. All right, let's go to Melanie. Melanie's on the line. If you're just joining us here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we're asking the question, what 80s movie could you watch over and over again? Melanie. Hi. What movie do you love it's, to watch? Um, it's called Real Genius. Oh, oh yes. yes! Val Kilmer. I love it. Yeah, it's the best. That's the one where so, he... Tell us a little bit about why you love the movie. Well, 
I can watch over and over again because Val is like younger. He's Cute. hot. Yeah. yeah. He's mm-hmm. good. The whole thing is just, and the music is awesome. Oh, absolutely. Oh, love it. Thank you, Melanie. That's another 1985. 1985 was a sweet spot, apparently, mm-hmm. for great movies that you can watch again and again and, and again. again. All right, let's let Linda have the last word on uh, 80s movies you could watch over and over again. Hey, Linda. Hi. What movie could you watch? The Sure Thing. Oh, yes. With John Cusack and Nicolette Sheridan. Yes, tell us about it. What's it about? Oh, it's so funny. If you guys haven't seen it, you have to get it. It's about this kid who goes to visit his friend. He's on the East Coast in college, and he goes to visit his friend on the West Coast. And he's guaranteed a sure thing with mm-hmm. this gal. And at the very end, I won't tell you in case you see it, but it doesn't turn out the way he thinks it's the way you think it's going to turn out. And it's so good. It's just perfect. Oh, my God. Thank Excellent. you for that Thanks, memory, Linda. Linda. And by the way, 1985. 1985. Yes. Can we listen to one more clip of <laughs> sure. movies? Um, let's see. What do we got here? Actually, you know, let's go to one of uh, an email, Bradley. Yeah, yeah, an yeah. email we got. We got from Jenny. And Jenny says an 80s movie that she can watch over and over again is Working Girl. Oh, funny you should say that. Let's have a listen. Warren, this is a simple misunderstanding, and I, you cannot... I can and I will. Now get your... What did you call it? Pony ass. <laughs> right. Pony ass out of my sight. I love oh! it! Have you seen Working Girl? Yes, I've okay, seen Working Okay, fine. Girl. I yes, don't know. I'm just, I'm uh, I just wanted to add that my movie, thank you for asking, Oh, Bradley, gosh, yeah, I did not ask. I'm the sorry. The 80s movie that I like to watch over and over again would be Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, which that is, is such a good one. I saw is, that at the Stratford Mall, too. Yes, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Let's listen to one of my favorite quotes from that film. Hopefully, it won't give you nightmares. I traumatized you all over again. Such a good movie. And that movie, as somebody who saw it in the theaters the first time around, Mm. that was like a big deal. Yeah. That movie was so just different and unique and everybody was really excited about it. And uh, now I want to go back and watch it. I think it's on Netflix. Go stream it. Okay. So when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show from 80s movies to, uh, ooh, we got some history or some history. (laughs) We We have some celebrity, uh, my two favorite things, celebrity history. No, uh, we have some celebrity stories we need to catch you up on. In fact, we've not talked about how Demi Lovato is doing, and we need to get back to Carrie Fisher. We'll do that when we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. Can you cut this right? We're about to find out how Demi Lovato is doing following news of a pop, uh, pop possible overdose last week. Pardon me. It's Monday here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm joined by Holly Roberts. Of course, Colleen will be back next week. She's off gallivanting around Boston, mm. having fun with the families. You can follow her on social media. She's, She's been posting photos. Parking cars. Parking cars in the garden. And uh, Hulse, um Demi Lovato. In fact, um, and I'm going to try to find this story because now I just realized there's not a link there. But uh, there was the story about how a backup dancer was being accused of actually leading to this possible overdose. Mm-hmm. And um, she's since come forward and asked people to stop 
you know, blaming her. Yeah. For this. In fact, Mm -hmm. she took to social media and I'll just read you a little bit of what she said. She said, I care about Demi just like all of you do. I have not said anything about this situation until now because of her recovery. And that's the most important. I was not even with Demi when the incident happened, but I am with her now and will continue to be because she means the world to me as she does all of you. And like all of you, I have nothing but love in my heart for her. There is no no need for any negativity towards the one who care uh, about Demi at this time. There is too much of it in this world as it is. I know you're all feeling lost without her at this moment. Remember that you always, uh, you you have always been a community of lovatics. Is that what she calls herself or her fans? Lovatics, lovatics. Lovatex? I don't know. Lovatex doesn't sound Sounds like you need to go see the veterinarian for that one. I got the (laughs) Lovatex. Anyway, please remember, she says, that when you take out your phones, or please remember that when you take out your phones and start typing. Remember that we all love her more than ever, blah, blah, blah. So basically this Danny backup dancer is like, I didn't have any part of this, so stop blaming me on social media because people were speculating. Right. Well, there's been a lot of speculation around this story with not a lot of facts. Now, the family did make a statement last week that saying that Demi was in the hospital and that she was stable. And reports coming out over the weekend say that she is doing better but she is still hospitalized. And uh, news came out over the weekend that emergency services actually praised the two friends that were with Demi Lovato yep. at the time, saying that they probably saved her life because they administered Narcan on Demi Lovato. And I think to your point, you said this earlier in the day, Bradley, during one of the Dirt Alert updates, that it's the fact that they had Narcan on hand, in that this could be a possible scenario I think maybe speaks to well, it's, it's, some of the behavior that was possibly going on. I mean, and again, we can only speculate and we don't have a lot of information going into yeah. the story. I mean, just from, you know, like a bystander's uh, perspective, it's just it's sad that we live in a world where, you know, we have to thank people for having something like this on hand. But obviously you don't want that to mean that we're, you know, saying they shouldn't have had that on hand because most certainly they should have. That right. might have been, in fact, what helped save her life. And you know, if you believe that uh, drug addiction, alcohol addiction is a disease, then why would you not want somebody to have the medicine they need to help uh, in this case? It's not to say that Narcan, by the way, is a cure-all. Right. And it most certainly is not. It's something that is used by paramedics in emergency situations. And because of the opioid crisis that we now find ourselves in epidemic, um, you know, it's become increasingly more Uh, important to have things like that on hand to save people's lives. Right. And reportedly Demi Lovato is going to be leaving for rehab when she is uh, out of the hospital. And again, we don't know. Some people were saying that maybe she's going to rehab outside of the state, but whatever happens, I think speaking for the both of us, probably we just wish that wish her the best. Yeah. You know, and hopefully that she gets the help that she needs right now. And the, the one thing I will say is this is often lost in this conversation is people just assume that like, Oh, she's going to go to rehab. Okay, that's rehab doesn't cure anything. Right. Rehab most certainly does not cure. Rehab is a tool in the arsenal that people have to fight uh, drug and alcohol. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Fiction, but it is not a cure-all. And it just... Because you will see people go to rehab and then they will continue to use again, uh, whether it's drugs or alcohol, and people will be like, well, they failed. Mm-hmm. And that it's things are way more complicated than that. People don't fail. People um, relapse, right. and they relapse for a number of reasons. And character flaws generally aren't the main reason people um, relapse. It's because it's a disease, and it's a dangerous one, and it's one that is far more um, pernicious than sometimes people give it credit. Right. So I just wanted to point that out because you will hear people think like, "Oh, she's going to go to rehab. Okay, all her problems will be solved." Exactly. Yeah. Or that if they're not all solved. Then it's, then it's rehab's a, a, fault. Yeah, it's rehab's fault or it's a moral failing on her part that she went to rehab and it didn't work. And yeah, exactly. So thank you for pointing that well, out. Well, we wish Demi Lovato all the best. Mm-hmm. Now, this story, Bradley, just a little update for everyone. This story broke on Friday afternoon after the show that Carrie Fisher is indeed going to appear as Princess Leia in Star Wars Episode Nine, I'm really excited, but what do we know about how this is going to go down? We know that J.J. Abrams, the director of the movie Star Wars Episode Nine, he also directed uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens. He's going to be using footage shot for that film back in 2014, 2015, and using it in this new movie. So Princess Leia will remain in this film. Now, it will be interesting to see how they use that footage and to what degree they're going to manipulate it in order to serve the story in this new movie. We don't know. We don't know, and we don't know how it's going to look, but I will say, um, you know, this isn't the first time that she uh, has been brought back um, because, you know, you'll remember it was, I think it was, wasn't it Rogue One also where the young Princess Leia was brought back? Yes. There's a scene in which she's seen... um, with Darth Vader on the ship when she was with Darth Vader. Yep. So we'll anyway. see. Well, the family, the Fisher family has given their blessing. They have the AOK brother Todd, daughter Billy Lord. They're all in. All right. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things. Find out what they're doing next when we come back. People are crazy. People are stupid. And people are often idiots. And we made a whole segment out of it here on the Colleen and Bradley show. It's called Crazy Stupid Idiots. They're crazy and stupid. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because people are crazy, stupid idiots. I told you this. And they do that repeatedly over and over again. Oftentimes in the state of... We're going to Florida. That's where we're starting today, Bradley. We got ourselves a crazy, stupid idiot all the way in Jacksonville, Florida. Okay, what's in Jacksonville? Uh, A convenience store is in Jacksonville. Okay. 
But it's the thing that happened inside the convenience store Uh-oh. that makes this story crazy, stupid, idiot worthy. And what's that? Uh, a guy in the convenience store, he yelled the following. Ain't y'all out of beer, are ya? Ain't y'all out of beer, are ya? Yeah. Well, that's kind of that's confusing. It's Take confusing, but it's not necessarily crazy, stupid, idiot behavior. He wanted to know, this man, if the convenience store was indeed out of beer. A logical question to ask when one is thirsty and one wants beer. Bradley, it's what this person brought in to the store with him that makes him a crazy, stupid idiot. Um, of the highest Floridian standard. Cheese? No, we're not at a quick trip in Wisconsin. Uh, pants? Well, actually, I think he was wearing pants. Okay. One more guess. And what the man you just ding, in Florida? You dinged that, like I well, could, because he was wearing pants. Oh, because pants. he was wearing pants. Got it. Got yeah, it. He's um, pants. Um, toenail clippers. Uh, oh okay. no, Bradley! Our crazy, stupid idiot was chasing people with an alligator. He brought an alligator to the store. Yes, he brought an alligator to the store. He was cradling the alligator, walking around, asking, "Ain't y'all got a beer? You aren't taking the last bit of beer, are you?" He said it was all fun and games. Um, mm-hmm. Things are all fun and games until you bring the um, reptile with you. The alligator into the store. Yeah. Now, here is one of the things about this crazy, stupid idiot story is Bradley. They can't find out whether or not what this man did was illegal or not. Uh, why is there no law on bringing alligators with you to the quick trip? Apparently not. Apparently not. This guy is holding the alligator, literally walking into the store. Now, mind you, Bradley, this alligator is a good four feet long. That is insane. It's cute. I would. uh... And he's chasing people to literally running through the convenience store. Bradley, there's a Facebook video showing this guy scaring people half to death. Oh, God. With an alligator, the poor alligator. No, I don't like that when people have physical comedy with animals. It's not fun. No, no, please don't. But we don't know whether or not it's illegal, so police were not called. That to me is also crazy. Um, I kind of feel idiot. like I would still call the police. Yeah, and let also, them figure it out. I feel like animal neglect here. Oh yeah, well certainly. I don't know where this alligator. Like, is it his alligator? Are you even allowed to have pet alligators? I would hope not. Yeah. But Everyone involved Florida, in this, so yeah. God only knows. Crazy, stupid idiot. Mm. Okay, um, crazy, stupid idiot number one. How about crazy, stupid idiot number two? Do we get to stay in Florida? Well, we're going to... Um, it's kind of... A, it, it's spread out. We've got Arizona. We've got Illinois. But go with me. Okay, so this guy knew he was going to be on a trip. And he was going to be going to a sports bar on his trip, right? Right. <clears throat> so he was like, I want to go to the sports bar. And I want to be able to watch... A um a sports game, right? A basketball game in this particular case. Well, that's not an uh, a weird request when one is at a sports bar. You want to watch your game, and that I mean, you just uh, you make sure that you can be around to watch it, right? The interesting thing was though that the sports bar that he was going to go to wasn't going to be carrying that game. Like it didn't have it in its cable package uh, to watch that particular game. Yeah, but this guy, he was smart. He was like, I know what I'll do. I want to be able to go. On my trip to the sport bar, sports bar, and it's called, by the way, Buffalo Phils. Huh, I want to go to Clever. Buffalo. I want to go to Buffalo Phils. I want to go to Buffalo Phils. And I want to watch uh, my basketball game. So, you know what he did? 
he asked the management to please turn the station or mm, to whatever he wanted to watch, right? I mean, you just call the management and you say, hey, I'd like this to be happening. I want to be able to watch this game, right? I'm a big sporting enthusiast. Well, no, he didn't do that. That's what a normal person would do. And then it would be up to the restaurant to say, oh, sure, we can get that game for you. Oh, yeah. No, instead, he calls the cable company directly and impersonates Buffalo Phil's to get the cable package that would allow him to see the game so that when he's in town, he can watch the basketball game. Yeah! Now that's smart! That is smart. That's not crazy, stupid idiot. Actually, that is a really ingenious thing to do. Congratulations, person. Yeah, the only problem with that is they were on to him. And so, uh, and he represented himself to the cable company as, and there's a long story that explains how this all happened. And it's fascinating and worthy of your time. Should you be so inclined to want to know more about a crazy, stupid idiot, but he calls, um, spectrum or charter spectrum people in December and identifies himself as Pat Barkley. And he asked to add the PAC 12 channel to the restaurant's cable package. And, um, herein lies the crime. Now, the the fascinating thing is, you may not know this, but that is illegal. Because he was pretending to be someone he was not. He was charged right? with felony identity theft what? for financial gain and <gasps> unauthorized use of an entity's identifying information. And that each of those charges carries a maximum six-year prison sentence. Oh. So, while it may have been clever... It may also be the dumbest thing he's ever done. Mr. Pat Barkley. Was that his name? Pat Barkley? That no. was his fake name. His fake name. Yeah. I see where you got that Charles Barkley and Mr. Pat Basketball person. Yeah, Pat Basketball and Charles Barkley. <laughs> oh, no. He thought he was being really clever, but in his uh, wanting to be clever, he actually was committing a crime, and now he may go to jail. All because he just wanted to watch a basketball game. Bradley, we live in 2018, right? Yeah. Surely there is a way to go on your computer and watch this game. I mean, even in less than legal manner. Yeah. Right? That's that would have yeah. probably gotten you less than six years in jail is what I'm oh. saying. Like if you're going to be the criminal, better to be the criminal with the lower. Um, Maybe a misdemeanor yes. and not a felony. Maybe go for a misdemeanor before a felony. Ooh. Ooh, this really hurts. Now, yeah. just it's okay when you're on vacation. Maybe this is a lesson for all of us. When we decide to go on vacation, it's totally appropriate to unplug. And you don't have to watch your basketball, your football game. You don't have to check Instagram. Yeah. Or, you I don't can know. Just... Check social media for the scores, right? Like, you yeah. get your wings at Buffalo Phil's and then, uh, you know, keep. Keep up to date on your uh, internet. Keep tabs. On your phone. Start a group text. Yeah. We say this as people who... You won't go to jail for 6 to 12 years. (laughs) Who are not invested in the world of sports (sighs) in any which way. Hey, can we... Do we have time for one more? Yeah. Do you want to go to Okaloosa Island? That's Florida. Oh, sure. Why not? Um, Now, this guy is going to seem like a Robin Hood hero to some, but it's a 30-year-old man I want to tell you about. He decided to um, go for a joyride. Woohoo! And it's what he joyrided 
or road, joy road. <laughs> the vehicle in which he took his joy ride. That's just going to make you wish you were this guy. Oh, okay. Great, great, great. You want to know what it is? Well, can I guess? Yeah. Uh, he took a jo- joy ride in a wheelbarrow. No. Oh, no. I mean, no. Who, would, who wants to go in a wheelbarrow? Bradley, he took a joy ride in one of those big inflatable unicorns that you see all around that the kids are really into these days. No, not even that. He took a joy ride in an ice cream truck. <gasps> oh, not that. What was that? <laughs> that was the hot ticket sounder that don't I already that. played. No, Bradley. Don't call, don't call, don't Bradley, I had this fantasy yesterday. I kid you not. Well, I heard the siren song of, of an ice cream truck yesterday afternoon in my neighborhood. Yeah, or else it's what? It's not the entertainer. There's something else. No, that's still the entertainer. But I digress. So what happened to this guy? Well, William Grappy, he's a um, oh, actually, well, he's from California, but he was in Florida. Um, his current address is Tampa, by the way. Who who knew? Mm-hmm. Anyway, he opened an unlocked ice cream truck shortly after midnight. Found the keys inside and decided, hey, I'm going for a ride. <laughs> So he uh, drove like a bat out of an ice cream truck parking lot and uh, (laughs) drove all over town. Now, at the time that he drove off, the truck owner's girlfriend saw him and decided to follow him. She followed him all the way to the Tom Thumb at the Miracle Strip Parkway. That sounds like a fun place on a Saturday (laughs) night. And uh, then he parked the car there or parked the truck there and ran away. Ah, now they did find him. Now, the the thing I love about this story is that the Okaloosa County Sheriff's deputies found him and and let us know that after they caught him, they that he said, quote, he was being an idiot. Uh, He said, I'm apologize or he said that he apologized for, quote, being an idiot. mm. Now, there was about twelve hundred dollars worth of ice cream inside this ten thousand dollar vehicle. It it doesn't tell us how much ice cream was left. I will say, though, that he was in possession of marijuana when he was arrested. Uh, Okay. Well, I hope you had an opportunity to eat one of those Ninja Turtles with the bubblegum googly eyes. Oh, I want that. I want want a novelty ice cream truck. An ice cream truck. I never see them anymore. Every once in a while, you'll hear a vague, like... (laughs) There's an ice cream truck in my neighborhood. There's also a a person on an ice cream... Uh, would it be bicycle? So the ice cream oh. is loaded in front of the bicycle. They also have the entertainer playing while they're driving down the street. Or it's this one. Isn't that like something in the straw? Turkey, uh, turkey in, the straw. in the straw. Yeah. So it's either turkey in the straw or the entertainer. But Bradley summer is not yet over. We will make your ice cream dreams a reality. All right. When we come back, we're going to make your throwback live at 245 dreams of reality find out who wins the big throwback live yeah right here on my talk 107.1 will he or won't he who's the he and what's the will you're about to find out here on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 107.1 streaming live and doing everything entertainment at my talk 107.1.com I'm Bradley Trainer, along with Holly Roberts today colleen will be back on monday and if you are on the facebook's we're Facebooking live. Why? Because it's time for the throwback live at 245. It's time for the Festivus Feats of Strength. Actually, it's time for the throwback live 
at 2.45. Sweep the leg. I must predict you. Win just one for the Kipper. Colleen versus Bradley. Oh, nerd versus party girl. In a pop culture audio battle. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And now, your host, Holly Roberts. For Monday's edition of the Throwback Live at 2.45, here are the rules of the game. Colleen and Rocco are yeah. playing today. Rocco. No, it's actually Bradley and Rocco. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. You know, tomato, tomato, yeah, right? Yeah, well. Yeah, you know. Knock it off, Donnie. Here's how the game works. We'll play five vintage pop culture audio clips. The first to identify three correctly wins the Throwback Live at 2.45. And Bradley and Rocco buzz in by yelling out their names. Bradley Trainers. Rocco. Just like that, Rocco. Okay. Rocco is going to. Rocco's uh, really good, by the way. If you've never listened uh-huh. to him do this before, so I'm kind of shaking in my boots. Oh, now we're playing for points here. Total victories in the Throwback Live. Rocco is playing on behalf of Colleen. So if Rocco wins, Colleen gets the point. As it stands right now, Colleen has 48 total victories. Bradley has 45 total mm. victories. Why don't we do? You know, we could. You know, we should. No done negotiations. It. <laughs> Stop it. Is have Rocco play for? me and i'll play for colleen yeah but see here's the thing i don't trust you enough i don't trust you enough i don't trust me enough either. yeah exactly that's why we're gonna play the game as is let's start with our first vintage okay. pop culture audio clip listen carefully bradley rocco please correctly identify the following Give me a guess, oh, Rocco. Rocco. Is it from Disney's Haunted Mansion? Oh yes! my God! Yes! <gasps> Good one. How did you do that? Is this like from the ride or whatever? Yeah. yeah. All that right, Rocco. Good one. He you is... got the point there. That is the music from the Haunted and Mansion he at Disneyland. Until the very end. He's psyching you out, man. Rude. All right, Rocco has one point. Bradley, you have yet to score, but it is anybody's game in the throwback live at 245. Oh, playing stressful. Our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley, Rocco, please identify the following. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Archie. Oh man. I'll keep playing it for you, Rocco. Yeah. Rocco? Is it the banana splits? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the theme to the banana splits. How old are you, Rocco? Uh, I was born in 72. Okay, that's why you knew that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was I see. debating between that that's and the a little HR old for me. stuff. But that, yeah. that's, well, that both one, yeah. scary Sid and Marty Croft creations. I was going to say, like, every time <laughs> I see the banana splits in my head, they creep me out. Yeah. All right, Rocco. God, Rocco. What, what why are you so good? All right, Rocco, you have two points Let's in the throwback it. live at 245. Bradley, you can still win the <laughs> Stop it, Bradley. Get some self-esteem. You can still get this one. Okay, all right. I could do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our third vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley, Rocco, please correctly identify this. Hasta la vista. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That is Arnold Schwarzenegger. And um, do I have to do the movie? Yeah, at least the Hasta character. Hasta la vista, baby. Um, the t- 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 
Is it the Terminator? Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought maybe it could have been like uh, Predator yeah. or something. No, we'll play it again. Hasta la vista, baby. Technically, that's from Terminator 2, Judgment Day. The character is just fine. All right, Bradley, you're still in the game. Yay. One point. Oh, okay, good. Oh, yeah, that's really great. Moving on to our fourth vintage. There's hope. There's hope, Rocco. Okay. That's right. Our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip. Bradley Rocco, please correctly identify this. It takes a licking. And Bradley Trainer. Bradley. That's Timex. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a licking and keeps on ticking. All right. Bradley's in the game. It's two to two. <laughs> it's I'm tied. I'm for you, Rocco. Okay. All right. Rocco has two and points. And your little dog, too. Do you have a dog? No. Okay. All right. Bradley has two points. Whoever guesses this vintage pop culture audio clip correctly wins the throwback live at 245. Bradley Rocco, please correctly identify the following. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Oh, that is um that okay, stop talking and making noise. I have to see it in my head. That is um I'm going to give you 5 seconds. Oh my god, why am I freezing on this? That is No! Is it Law and Order? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm horrible. <laughs> I am horrible. Yay. Oh, what did I win? You earned every oh. bit of that, Rocco. Congratulations. Rocco, you. congratulations. You won the Throwback Live at 245. You won yourself a wonderful new pair of Hello Kitty arm floaties for the pool. Yay. I've only watched every episode of that show. I kept seeing L.A. Law in my head. Yeah, I've never watched it either, really. What? You know. You've never watched Law and Order? Not right. No. (sighs) Didn't you just say you didn't? No, I've watched like every episode. Okay. (laughs) Well, then what's, how did you miss that? Yeah, how did you miss that? Insult to insult. I have recall (laughs) issues. Hey, look who's here. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying Thanks, to have Rocco. a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Impressive. Who is Donnie? Oh, All right, total I victory tally. Colleen, 49. Uh-oh, pulling ahead. Bradley, 45. Well, we cannot get to 50. Oh, that's up to you. Donnie, this is a quickie. What's coming up? Uh, in random thoughts, I will tell you why paper cuts hurt so much. Oh. There's a scientific reason. Wow. I know you'll want to tune into that. Okay, I'm really excited for that one, you Sell guys. It. Sell it. Is that the highlight of the Cutting show? Cutting edge, get it? Cutting edge. Ah, oh, stop ah. it. We'll be back tomorrow.